Okay, great. Welcome all. Um, welcome to the Mass for Living Three Community Call. And uh, just um, offering it, if anybody would like to pray in, um, that'd be great. Okay. Mm. Uh, I just feel um, so welcomed and so welcoming in this community call and um, just focusing in on my heart. Uh, sometimes I don't have no idea what I'm going to say. So, so grateful, so grateful for this time, for this willingness, for this opportunity to practice, to be together, to discover ourselves, maybe even undiscover ourselves, to release uh, beliefs or things that we didn't even know we had that we can let go. It's, this is a really safe place to practice so we can bring that into the rest of the world. So grateful to be learning, to be discovering on a deeper level who we truly are and not what this world seems to indicate we are, but who we truly are and that which we are, which we're created as by God can never be, can never be changed, is never different than how we were in that moment. And we're discovering that together, alone, by ourselves, with the spirit, whatever, however it looks in the moment. Each moment, each moment as we live, because that is the moment that's special for us to learn. Not what happened in the past or what's going to happen in the future, but what is happening right in that moment. And if we can be totally present with however that is and love that part of ourselves, <clears throat> we we are we are truly moving forward in our path of this discovering that and grateful to all the people all are all who are assisting us in our path, all the people who seem to bring us challenges, who stimulate <clears throat> resistance, um, <clears throat> who help us heal by being maybe even um, seeming antagonists because those that is helping us because that is bringing up in us that which we may not have noticed as fully to be healed. And we are releasing that here, now, together with spirit, in the oneness, and we share, share, share with love all that healing expansion with everyone because we're one. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Carla. That was beautiful. So um, this is Carla. So welcome, everybody. Um Introduce yourself or speak as you wish.
Well, hi, this is Jerry. Good morning, everybody. Hi, this is Linda and Erie. And thank you, Carla, and to Angela, if you're still on. If not, thank you for facilitating your two and your three. <laughs> Good morning. This is Karen in Oklahoma City. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, folks. It's Julie and Charlotte. Good morning. This is Rich in Oklahoma City. Good, good morning. This is Kazi in New Mexico. Morning. It's Philip in the nation's capital of the United States of America. At least for some states. <laughs> what state isn't it the capital of? <laughs> I couldn't get I couldn't get on muted. That was a political joke. I know we're not supposed <laughs> to talk polit- politics and religion. <laughs> Maybe it's not the capital of the state of denial. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for those of that was on the previous call. That was very helpful for me. Thank you. Yeah, that's why I said it. So you thought I would get a thank you from you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obviously in a little too late. Too late. What? What was that? You said smart ass. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes. (laughs) Gotta have fun sometimes. Oh, definitely. But I relate. I resemble that remark. So this is Karen again, and I uh, have been anticipating this call this morning because I was looking forward to uh, sharing my own personal uh, successes and uh, breakthroughs and do-overs and uh, put that out to see how that is, inspires anybody else to share. I uh, first of all want to just say how joy-filled my heart is to hear everybody's voice and to share the commitment that we're sharing to be in these calls and to participate. And um, my success this week is in uh, following Jennifer's suggestion to text my aspirations, in, intentions, and uh, goals to my prayer partners. So uh, though I missed two days, uh, I was doing them myself upon awakening. But <clears throat> just the experience of doing that has uh, transformed the day in ways that, of course, I couldn't have imagined. And I feel so uh, positive about establishing that as a habit in life, as a way to begin my day myself, and then to share that with others. And uh, so uh, that's my success. My breakthrough is, um, there have been many, but the one that comes is the one that happened this morning. And I'm aware as I'm doing my contract with my prayer partners each day, how quickly then an opportunity will come up 
to give me space to practice what it is I'm intending or aspiring to do. And so uh, this morning what came up was uh, I continue to have these uh, issues uh, with uh, people in my life, uh, people in my family who give me opportunities to resurrect hurt feelings uh, surrounding being able to give gifts and um, hurt feelings about not being uh, included in communications and so on like that. So what I'm understanding already is that uh, when I then put my attention on claiming a totally healed, healthy, loving, abundant, joyful, and fun-loving relationship with everyone, I could immediately feel in my body, in my heart space, a relaxing back of those false feelings. And it was joy that stepped in to fill that space. And then, of course, gratitude followed quickly. And uh, I feel completely released from them now. And there is so much joy that comes from this process of identifying and then releasing these grievances from the past that are not real. And what I'm mindful of is how quickly ego wants to seize those and grow them and intensify them before self steps in and says to small self, thanks, thanks, got it covered. You can step back and uh, there's no need to suffer. Suffering is an option and and so it's just such a joyful experience to do that. And then I was reminded when we were doing Lesson 51, actually one of those lessons talks about eliminating those false beliefs and making space. So I just kind of laugh the way we all do when Holy Spirit steps up and affirms and form what we already were experiencing in spirit. My do-over is um, the... Um, habit of bearing false witness and ever since Jennifer started talking about that I have become really aware of how often I step into bearing false witness which to me means narrating a negative story talking about the absent uh, and in any way energizing what is not true and uh, so Several times this week I have done that, and every time I walk away with, wow, why did you do that? And some self-incrimination. So then I get an opportunity to write the forgiveness letter, which I now just have posted right there in my appointment book so that I can look at it and just do it, uh, even without writing it. I can do it immediately and understand that Holy Spirit will undo all consequences of my wrong thinking, which is such a wonderful, wonderful part of A Course in Miracles. So uh, that's my do-over, and uh, thanks for listening. Well, this is Kazi, and thank you for sharing that. Um, 
all of that. Um, it makes me chuckle. I uh, I would say my success is uh, doing the as like like yours is sharing my um, aspiration, intention, and goals with my prayer partners, and I have really uh, found that's very um, supportive in my journey, and that it really makes me much more accountable to especially the goals that I want to accomplish, and that I get things more you know I really do it. And so it's it's a great thing. And I also um learn things from my prayer partners like, "Oh yeah, I want to do that too." So it's it's um it multiplies. It just kind of expands what I really want to also include in my own growth. Um and then I I can really relate to your um uh do-over uh cuz I <laughs> I about especially around having holy relationships um, I've listened to a couple of Jennifer's classes on Unity Radio, which have been on relationships in this month of February, because I, too, have a goal of having all um, healthy, whole, loving, holy relationships. And um, she's talked a lot about, you know, you have to be willing to let go of the form of that, of you know, any relationship. And one relationship in particular I realize, I continue to realize that I think I'm working toward, you know, I want a holy relationship, but I have a really definite form of what that would look like, which is not <laughs> is not what a holy relationship is. So I really have been having to constantly let go of that idea of what that's going to look like and be open to however that's going to change or whatever that's going to be, because she really does talk about, we don't know how that's going to change. It may mean that, you know, that I don't see that person for some time or who knows, so um, so I think that that's uh, something that I have really been working on and will continue to work on. Um, and then I also pre- really appreciate you talking about bearing false witness because it's something that I really have been noticing in myself and really catching myself. I don't really want, I don't, because I don't want to energize what I don't want in my life. And I really have been um, seeing how much my thoughts my actions, my words, create my world. And so um, by perpetuating negative stories or something that's not true, then I'm creating more of that in my life, which I really don't want. So I really do appreciate you um, bringing that up, and um, I will continue to work with that. And so thank you for sharing. The one other thing I will say, I did. There was something else. I've been doing the uh, forty-day uh, pray and clear with Jennifer, and it's kind of been for me something that's been very confirming. Because for many years I've been refining my own diet just for the purpose of feeling better, um, and so I've I've had given up dairy long ago, and I eat very little soy, and it's just reminded me of why. Because I think it's become such a way of life that I kind of had forgotten the reason why I'm doing those things. And it was like, oh, yeah, because um, I was grateful to find the questions. I don't know how many of you are participating in that, but the she, has a, she had a whole list of questions today, if you're feeling like that. And actually, I was really grateful I didn't have 
mine were all no, but I but it's because of the long journey I had of giving those things up in the past. And and why I was. So it was so it's not, so I guess for me it's just it was a um a recognition of all the work that has come before and that, you know, sometimes it's good to just uh take a moment and take stock of what we have done and how, how far we have come. So thank you. Thanks for listening. So, Kathy, this is Rich. So, why did you give up soy? Um, I gave up soy because um, for me it was pretty. It's it's a pretty. It's fifty percent fat, and it didn't make me feel very good. My body didn't process it very well, and so it made me sluggish. When I mean. Um, very rare times I do aid it occasionally as a source of protein, but like maybe once in two months. Because for a long time I drank drinks. I changed from like because I had given up dairy. I had gone to soy, and I just I kept wondering why I was having that because I didn't feel very good. And so um, most reasons, well, all the reasons I've given up foods really have been because of how my body has responded, how I have right. felt more than. Because that's what we're supposed to do, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that. Yeah, I think that's you know what we talked about yesterday, in terms of listening to your own guidance. Because I I drink soy milk and eat soy. I'm vegetarian, so it's like I feel good about that. You know. So, following my own guidance, I will leave that one alone. Amen. I'm for you. <laughs> <laughs> There are vegetarians in Oklahoma. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, lots, lots of them. Lots. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> lots. <laughs> uh, this is Karen again, and um, I did not sign up for that only because I didn't get to technology uh, in a timely way. And when Rich then shared with me, I, you know, I I had started kind of my Lenten practice the week before on Ash Wednesday, and when this started, and then. He shared about the giving up of sugar and so on. Then I chose actively to not participate in signing up. And the reason was that um, in my life growing up Catholic, Lent was an extremely important part. My, my parents were devout Catholics, and we did it all. And um, so I, as a child, would give up jelly donuts and sweets and this and that. But what happened is... For me, my birthday falls right at the beginning of Lent, and then I would find myself uh, wanting to have birthday cake and treats around my birthday, and then I'd go to confession and confess that I hadn't followed my da 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 da. And over the years, I just I, I did that up until you know through adulthood, and then somewhere along the way, and I think maybe Jennifer had something to do with this. It was, but I decided instead of giving up. What I prefer to do is to um, do something, and so that's why this texting our our uh, inspirations and, and intentions and goals for the day is really good for me, and that's why that's my commitment. And I am, if I'm going to give up anything, I remember John Monday mentioning once going on a verbal diet, and the verbal diet was to be very mindful about the words that I use to choose words without the word, without the prefix of dis, uh, disappointment, disillusion, 
uh, disgusted, all of those words, and to be mindful about energizing nonviolent, prayerful words. And so uh, I'll just go on record. I, I am giving up uh, that vocabulary and being mindful about uh, ceasing to share opinions and judgments and just being mindful when I do. And then I am committed to sharing uh, my texts each day for 40 days. Thank you for sharing that, Karen. I I have a birthday that falls in Lent too, so <laughs> I can relate to that. Being a former Catholic, um, so I like the idea of adding something that can be helpful instead. And that's kind of what I had decided to do even before we got the email from Jennifer about the uh, 40-day pray and clear. And um, But I'm doing it. And it was nice reading her um, share today that I could look at and say, well, some of these things I've already done, so that's good. And I also like that she put, um, you know, like, supposed to give up dairy, but I still have some in the refrigerator, and I'm the only one that can drink it in the house. So I was glad that she put, you know, you can finish what you have in the refrigerator. It's obviously not going to keep forever anyway. So I could release the, oh, my gosh, I have this, and I'm going to have to waste it feeling that popped into my head immediately just for a short time. And I, I, too, find myself reading my um, prayer partner's lists. I call them my AIGs, my aspirations, inspirations, and goals. Um, when I read theirs, I, I do the same thing and go, oh, yeah, I forgot I want that, too. <laughs> I, I want to feel that. I want to be that. And I'm enjoying it. Well, it's interesting. I have something to say because I did sign up for the Praying Clear, but I didn't see the first and second day. I must have got sidetracked or something. And so when they talked about on, uh, I don't know, I think it was Ascension Pathway or something, that, um, that to give up sugar, I'm like, oh, my gosh, can I do that? I mean, <laughs> I just probably eaten sugar that day. I don't know, and um, and I, I've since then I've been just noticing everything I go to eat that has sugar, <clears throat> and noticing how I feel about giving it up if I want to, if I got interested in it, if um, it's something I'm like. I feel like, oh, I have to do that. I just been noticing how I feel about whether I actually haven't. I don't think I have eaten. Oh, yeah, I've eaten a cookie once. Um, um, I've just been noticing how I feel. So I, um, for me, it's not about, I don't know what's doing it. It's noticing 
how I feel about about what I'm doing. Everything I'm doing, a lot of stuff. I'm just noticing that that how I feel about it, and sometimes it affects my choices, and sometimes it doesn't. And it's okay, <laughs> whatever it is. But I, I had this feeling like, oh, I should speak about it. And I go, oh, maybe it won't come up. And it's so interesting. It came up. <laughs> so I'm speaking about it. Thanks. Uh, just so up, I'm not doing the 40 days. I'm not, I wasn't Catholic in upbringing, so never did Lent. So um, Lent is 40 days before the Easter. Um, is that correct? And you're supposed to give up something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. And you're giving it up as why? What is the purpose? As in... Um, I would say, Philip, this is Karen, um, I'm not sure what the religious interpretation of it is, but what I grew up with was the concept that uh, Jesus spent 40 days in the Garden of Gethsemane preparing, and that in that time he resisted temptation and gave up, you know, bodily pleasures and comforts and food and so on uh, as a way of preparing himself for what was ahead. And uh, so the metaphor for me is just about a time of preparation. And for me, I've really enjoyed looking. The moderator has left the conference. I dropped out. I think, did it stop everything? Yeah. Well, I'm back. This yeah. is Karen. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. I just, I, my phone dropped. No problem. You know, Carla, the Holy Spirit's undoing all consequences. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I was only saying that to Philip that my understanding is the time of preparation and for me it's the time of being mindful of practices, the false idols that I've incorporated into my life and being mindful about letting go of them willfully and easily and uh so that's all I know about it. Okay. Yeah, um I know a little bit about the Bible and it's just is not to make you wrong, but it the Garden of Gethsemane was just um the hours before he was crucified. I think the 40 days was in the beginning of his ministry, or I may be off on that, when he was um, went out and um, was in the desert for 40 days, and I think it ended with three temptations. But And there's also, yeah, I think, four... Go on. 
And there's also 40 days, I think, after the, between the resurrection and the ascension, if I remember correctly. But it's been 30 years since I've read the Bible. <laughs> Well, I think you're absolutely right, and as, as I've just given witness, uh, as a Catholic, I didn't go up reading the Bible, and so, but I knew there was 40 days of something, and I took that meaning and assigned it, and uh, thank you for the correction. <laughs> no, I, I, I know 40 days is uh, a pinch, and uh, a lot of course teachers, or spiritual teachers are using it. I think, I forget the guy's name, Shroud or something? He does a 40-day thing, and I, I know it was just brought up that Lisa Natoli does a 40-day thing. Several people, uh, I know, uh, Rand said he's done it, and, and um, let's see, I think Julie said she did it. I'm not sure. And uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm reading very slowly, studying the Course of Love, and that ends with 40 days, so that's going to be interesting when I get to it. So uh, the, the Jennifer's thing, I, as I said, I'm not doing it. So was it stated at the beginning that we would be giving up stuff? Were you? Did you know that you'd be giving up sugar? No. No, we had no idea. Ah, the bait and switch. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, P- Peter, I mean, uh, Philip, this is Rich. I mean, that was one of the learnings I got immediately out of it because, uh, you know, I signed up. Didn't know what it was, but it was healing and praying. That sounds good. Signed up, and then the first thing was this, give up sugar. And I'm going, give up sugar? I never signed on for that. But it's been a really good uh, opportunity for healing and learning because in thinking about it, praying about it, talking to prayer partners about it, it's really, and listening to Jennifer talk later about it, it's really more about paying attention to your own guidance and, you know, doing what your guidance directs you to do. I had a message from Holy Spirit the day after the, that that came out in my yoga class. I'm in my yoga class. You know, I'm not very good at yoga, but I do it. And so uh, the yoga instructor said, this is the pose. If you this is, you can do it this way. If you want a little more challenge, do it this way. If you want a little more challenge, do what's right for you. You know. And then the, that afternoon, I'm listening to one of the more recent Jennifer things, and she's basically saying the same thing. So... And I talked to one of my prayer partners who said the same thing. So I had like three messages from Holy Spirit that to correct my thinking that nobody's telling me what I have to do or shaming me about not doing it. It's whatever your own guidance tells you to do. So it was a really good learning experience for me. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I think that ties into the conversation we had in Master Living Tukov. Do you want to say more about that? Jennifer, when you listen to this, I love you dearly, but I was guided not to do the 40-day, 40-night. And um, as someone who lives a very disciplined life, I I do not feel guilty about it because my plate's full right now. So, um, But I'm glad to hear about your guys' experiences, and please keep on sharing it, obviously. (laughs) Roger, say more about what? I just didn't, this is Kazi, I just didn't know if you wanted to say more about the uh, discussion about on 
uh, Masterful Living Class 2 about what Rich was saying about more following your own, you know, your own inner guidance. But maybe you already did on the call before, so if you don't want to, that's fine. But that's what I was asking. I will share something similar um, for my breakdown this week. Um, I have been redoing the lessons for the first time in years from the very beginning. I've done some of the lessons numerous times that I prefer, but um, from the very beginning, I haven't done it in years. So, And I knew I wasn't going to do one a day, so I'm already a couple of days behind. So I'm on um, um, God is my strength in which I trust. But I had a – whenever the Course talks about going into that space of – uh, in, in when quieter mind and go to that space of oneness or whatever, uh, like it was, uh, I'm the light, God is the light in which I see. I really had to judge myself because I can't, I don't easily go into that. I don't go to that space of, at least not that I judge it. I mean, conscious of it. So it was interesting my reaction to that. I've, I've reacted to that before in courses, um, lessons where. We're supposed to go beyond thoughts to that. And just sharing that, if anyone wants to comment on that. Not that they have to. Yeah, I'll make a comment on that, Philip. Um, I was kind of the same way. It was really difficult for me to to meditate or do anything, you know, with, all, with meditating for me to sit still and be quiet. Um, just panicked me. And so what I did earlier this year was I just uh, looked at it from a kind of a uh, intellectual aspect of it because that's the way what I think I was um, resisting so hard and I got an app called Headspace and it's just it kind of it teaches you how to meditate and if if that's really a thing right (laughs) anyway but it really started making it very easy and pleasant they're just little guided things and uh, anyway for some reason I was very open to doing that and and now you know, coming into these lessons, I noticed this year with that, um, it's really easy um, for me to sit now and and hold a space in silence and in um, and I don't have any expectations because that's part of what this meditation teaches you is to just let your thoughts go by, you know, and not everybody has them. They're gonna. It's not about being empty of everything or. I guess I lost all my the, any expectations I used to have because I get frustrated because I didn't feel like I met God or you know I didn't feel like I was doing you know what was happening to me was what Jesus said was going to happen or whatever expectations there were so um, anyway that kind of helped me a bunch was just to learn how to sit and be quiet for a, a short amount of time. 
And for me, it was an app, you know, <laughs> I guess any port in a storm that helped me out. But now I kind of actually really enjoy it. <laughs> Would you say the name of that app again, please? It's called Headspace. And uh, anyway, um, so, yeah, these last, you know, now we're on, it's 50, we're in the reviews now for the last, so um, I'm like, oh, no, I don't get to sit and just be with God now. <laughs> it's like, well, yes, you can. You can do that every day, whether it's in a lesson or not. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. And also, I wanted to just make a quick comment. I'm also doing the pray and clear, and um, I thought, you know, I was I was aware that that's what she, you know, what Jennifer was kind of up to, because she, I think she'd been talking about um, alluding to doing some things and like with our physical bodies about, um, you know, things I think that have helped her, and I think it's not just giving up of stuff. It's um, more about like eliminating foods from our body that make us feel sluggish and um, addicted. Um, you know, most of the foods on her list that she's uh, asking us to remove, I think, are just like a cleanse. You know, you've all, I think everybody's heard of physical cleanses, but all of those foods are kind of on a high list of addictive foods or. Um, highly allergic foods or things that our bodies don't process well or things that are um, chemically really have changed over the years and aren't very good for us. So I think it's a matter of what I'm looking at it as is getting off of things to see how we feel if we're clearer and um, feel better physically and mentally by removing these things from our diet. And if you know, whether you want to do it or not is solely up to you, but um, it's just sort of a, hey, see what happens. Take this out for 40 days and see how you feel. I don't think it's actually a matter of, I don't think it's like Lent where you're taking things out as sort of a supplication or see if you can. You know what I mean? It's not like a, I don't know, that's how I take it. That's how I'm looking at it anyway. As you say that, it's reminding me of an experience I had a few years ago when uh, I had given up everything but water to drink, and I had given up all sweets. And uh, I remember thinking, day two, what was I thinking? This is nuts. And <laughs> how I got to experience um, cravings and lack and irritation and you know, it brought up just a lot of uh, yucky stuff. And I thought, you know, the reason I'm giving myself such a hard time about this was because I was thinking I could have chosen something else or uh, I didn't have to do that. And now I'm going without. And I felt like it was a sacrifice. And then day three or four, I was like, wait a minute. I chose to do this. And 
uh, I'm going to step back. I'm going to do this. And after that, there was no sacrifice anymore. There was no angst about it. It wasn't even an issue. It would be like the most easy path such that um, I almost felt like I wasn't doing anything at all. And so the, 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 the harvest for me from that was that my split mind is making uh, – is what I use to create – uh, havoc in my life of form and that the mind that knows that I am, that I am is relaxed. And, uh, I think that when I choose clarity and calm and commitment, then all of those Distracting thoughts and sacrificial thoughts just go poof, and I'm able to step into my curiosity about what's going to happen next and how is this going to unfold for me. But I, I do remember identifying that as a split mind experience for me. Well, I didn't drop again, did I? No. What was the question, Carla? I just want to make sure, because it was quiet there for a minute. I just want to make sure my phone didn't drop for some reason. So this is Karen again, and uh, I am mindful of one other thing I would like to share with people because at the beginning of our uh, year, there was a phone call that uh, everyone was giving uh, testimonials about the progress they'd made last year and so on, and I was so distraught and in tears that I couldn't even talk and uh, was feeling deep despair and uh, guilt and uh, all kinds of yucky stuff. Anyway, so um, now that I'm home, I'm beginning to uh, identify uh, and focus my attention on the harvest of the learning that went on there. And I think at the crux of it was the belief that I failed at exercising my spiritual muscle and being the peace, joy, and love that I am when in the world of form, uh, there were so many things, so many attachments coming up to release and so much, um, so many opportunities to um, to heal. And uh, so now that I'm home, no sooner do I get home than I begin to uh, 
uh, energize at some level uh, a, an ego plan of, what will I do different when I go back? And, of course, the ego always plans. The spirit accepts. And so uh, then I do the correction and say, I don't know, but today I'm going to um, be more focused on living in the now. And I have been asking spirit, um, what do I do? You know, I, 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 when I go to that, I'm like, what, what will I do? How will it be different? And uh, so today in Lesson 51, uh, in that review, it talks specifically about that, that when we internalize, and I'm paraphrasing because I'm not, I don't have the book in front of me, but when I internalize the peace of God, when I accept the unified mind and the atonement, that, that peace goes with you wherever you go. And that's the thought that I'm choosing to energize and to transform all of my relationships into holy relationships. So if I'm doing that today, that's what I, that's today's assignment. And um, so that is an example for me of when I ask Holy Spirit a question. The answer comes somewhere, sometime, in just the form that is helpful to me. Thank you for that reminder to kind of ask what to do next because I must admit that there's uh this seems like there's uh a bunch of things that, that I need to get that I would like to get done today and to just um and I, so I, I I was thinking, oh what can I do? What should I do? And I was thinking and I was kind of distracted in this phone call and not really not really present as present as I would like. And so I'm really grateful for your reminder because that reminded me just to be present right here. And, um, yeah, thank you. We have like 15 minutes or a little under, and so I just was um, gonna felt prompted to put out. So if anybody hasn't shared, has um, is moved to share, has um, I mean anybody can share, but and <laughs> just uh, supporting that. I'll just say, and it's so interesting. In the past, when I would offer that up, and if nobody took me up on it, I would think all sorts of things. And now I find I'm laughing. I'm just 
laughing because uh, I can see that thought coming up, like that I'm because of what I'm what I just said. Maybe people who were sharing won't to give other people an opportunity, and maybe those people who I offered the opportunity to aren't interested, and so um, I can I could see that judgment just coming into my mind, and I'm like. It didn't actually fully enter my mind. I'm like, no, nope, not really. Just, just laughing. So, um, I don't know. I'm just really grateful uh, for this uh, opportunity. Thanks. Hi, uh, this is Rich again. I'll tell you one thing I was just thinking. Um, I happened to get into the Facebook group on the clear and pray thing, and it's, I'm always interested in in that and what's going on. I noticed there are 119 people signed into that Facebook group. So I was really, really feeling good about how many people, and I met, may or may not seem like a lot of people to you, but I think in terms of joining Facebook groups, that's a lot of people to me. So. I was really pleased and seeing lots and lots and lots of people that uh posting there that I didn't know or had no, no knowledge of and so I uh, my I guess my belief is that this is drawing more and more people in, more opportunities for people to share and mm-hmm. I'm just uh thinking I'm in celebration of that. So just wanted to throw that in. Uh, similarly, I I have not joined the Mass for Living One um, Facebook group, um, but as far as the, when I've facilitated the calls on Saturdays a couple times, I'm very impressed with how many people are on, and uh, so I'm enjoying that, seeing that. Yeah, it's seeing more of a combination of, of, of years, too, yeah. I have always been struck by Jennifer's prayer about sharing the benefits of our healing and expansion with everyone because we are one. And in my own personal contract and prayer, uh, somewhere along the way when we were in New York, I became aware of the, the dichotomy between my prayer partner conversations and the conversations I was having with my old friends at home. And I immediately went into fear of, oh, will I have to leave these old relationships versus, oh, wait a minute, I can go into prayer that all my relationships will be transformed to holy relationships, that uh, I will bring light and love to all my relationships. And it has been absolutely miraculous how that has taken shape in form in a way, of course, that I couldn't imagine. And I have many friends from completely different walks of life who I see individually and sometimes in small groups, but mostly individually, 
And I have been um, overwhelmed with, since I returned about 10 days ago or whatever, um, <laughs> my hairdresser uh, calling me or asking me to go to lunch, which in all the 40 years, nearly 40 years I've known her, she's never done. And when we got there, she said, you know, I don't know what's going on, but I just felt your angst while you were in New York. And then she got out of the booth and in the restaurant and came around and sat next to me. And she said, is it okay if I pray? And I said, yes. And she wrapped her arms around me, held me close, and gave the most beautiful prayer that was totally from her inspired self. It was so beautiful. And there was no precedent for this. And another friend that I've had for 40 years, we have been gently nudging towards this. The other night, out of blue, sent me a prayer. And then another friend who has come to me and with an inquiring mind about masterful living has said, you know, I'm sick and tired of this suffering. I really want to talk about this. So our conversations are now around healing relationships and about forgiveness. And so, and I can give more examples, but I just have been um, thrilled and delighted that all of my relationships are, in fact, transforming into holy relationships. And I must add that that even includes the ones that give me challenges and opportunities to feel fear and Hello? Did we lose Karen? We must have. Huh. I'm sorry. I didn't know when I got muted. I, I must have touched it by accident. If somebody can tell me what was the last thing you heard me say. You said you were talking about another friend after your hairdresser experience, another friend that you get to talk about uh, forgiveness with. Right. Uh, yes. So this friend came to me, as has my sister-in-law. I, I, so many people who said, you know, uh, I'm sick and tired of all this suffering. This just keeps happening. Tell me. Tell me what to do. And, of course, I'm not telling him what to do, but we are ch opening up the conversation to what we're all learning here and talking about it. And it's, um, it's, I, I, I could even go on with the miracles that have unfolded and the changes in their own experiences. Uh, so what I'm thrilled about is that idea of sharing the benefits of our learning and expansion with everyone is a prayer that we're all putting out and it is unfolding. And so when I hear about the growing numbers in Masterful Living 1, 2, or 3, I'm not surprised at all because we are awakening together. I found that same experience that the more I put my heart into this work, the more that the people around me are interested in um similar topics, even if they don't know that this is what I'm doing. 
It's wonderful. Before we go, too, I'd like to ask for um, prayers on behalf of one of my prayer partners, uh, Joan Coletto, who's in Masterful Living 3. Her uh, son, Eric, has had a couple of um, surgeries, and um, day before last, he had to go to the emergency room because he had a really high fever, and um, yeah, he was just, he was very weak and in distress, so I'd like to ask for prayers on her behalf. Yes, thanks, um, Linda. I, <laughs> sometimes I get wrapped up in talking and forget about the time, but there's only a couple minutes left, so if anybody else has either a burning desire or a prayer request, if they can uh, um, mention that, that'd be great. Wow. <laughs> awesome. We're all prayed up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got one that I got one, Carla, that I'm gonna throw out there that's kind of um a little risky. Well maybe not. Um I we when I with my comment no we don't we shouldn't talk religious or or, or politics. I'll I'll make it general. I prayer for this political season. I I'm living in D C I'm very um politically aware and maybe becoming less and less so maybe this election will help me <laughs> but this um yeah i pray that uh that can be willing to know that holy spirit god is working even though sometimes i don't feel like i can see how but uh and to trust this whole process that it's all for our highest good this political season and the outcome Amen. <laughs> that covers a lot. <laughs> so, um, last call <laughs> for any prayer requests. Um, I can always, I mean, I, I think, uh, prayer requests for me are always helpful. Um, sometimes it's just the speaking of it that's helpful. Um, so I just, um, I think what comes to my mind is, I think I want to remember, I'm interested in remembering things that I, I remember and I forget and I, I I know it's in there and it's like and maybe that's clarity 
and that's that's a go-to I have. So um, I'll put that out there. It's always good to throw it out there. So um, does anybody feel moved to, to pray us out from this wonderful <laughs> call? I'll be happy to. Oh, go ahead. Who's that? Someone else? No, go ahead, Karen. Uh, Placing a hand on our heart Mm -hmm. and taking a breath of love and gratitude, we partner with our higher Holy Spirit self and give thanks for this call. Give thanks for the commitment of everyone to participate in our awakening together to support the confidence and the clarity and the calm and the trust with which we share with open and loving hearts and that we're grateful today for technology and this opportunity Mm -hmm. to come together and to lift the deep desire of our heart in unison, asking for the help of the universe and all that have gone before us. And I give gratitude for the lucky penny I just found, who's mm. affirming this prayer. And I give gratitude for my prayer partners and Jennifer and everyone in Masterful Living and Beyond as we support one another on this journey. I'm so grateful for our willingness to identify false beliefs and false idols and fears and all of those things that are just imaginary blocks to the love that we are. And I am so determined to see, as I know we all join hands in that prayer and go Mm -hmm. forth sharing the benefits. I think she muted. Amen. Amen. Sharing the benefits with everyone. Amen. There she is. Sometimes I think my ear mutes it out or something. I don't know. No, no. I have a wandering thumb here as I'm holding my phone. Uh, <laughs> so you can't you Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm not sure where it went off, but uh, the laughter is the part. You are sharing the sharing benefits of everyone. <laughs> yeah. Because we are one, and so it is. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. 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 Have a great week. Have a good week. All right. Yeah, bye-bye. Blessings. Have a good one. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Bye.